0: Relying on someone who doesn't know you or your situation to give you specific financial advice is just plain dumb. That's why everything said on this show is just helpful information. If you want specifics, give us a call. All opinions expressed here are ours. GenWealth Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIPC. As football season kicks into full swing,
1: we're talking about some strategic moves you can make for your retirement game plan. Five keys to a satisfying retirement on today's show. You're the general manager of your retirement. What and who do you need to put the right players on the field?
0: This is the Get Ready for the Future show.
1: All across the state of Arkansas, welcome into another edition of the Get Ready for the Future show. We're here to educate, encourage, and motivate you through your retirement journey. My name is Scott Inman, and to my right is John Shrewsbury. To his right, Janet Walker. Good morning to the both of you. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Saturday. Yeah. Happy Saturday to you too, Mark Marcosorio from our West Little Rock office with us as well today.
2: Well, good morning, Doing great all right to be today. Here
1: we were uh, gathering as we got ready to use this football theme all through the month of September, and we decided that we may not talk about our favorite team on this show. We're just going to talk <laughs> about football, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's football season, and we want to stay energized about that. And there are some great analogies when it comes to football. And your finances. And we'll talk about that as we roll on. We do want to take just a minute to thank everyone who came out. We had a big week here. We we had a big week of Gen Wealth Academy workshops. It was a doubleheader. Uh, I know that's not football. That's baseball. <laughs> but it was a double header of Gen Wealth Academy workshops. We had one in uh, North Little Rock on Tuesday. Mark and I were there at that one. That was great. Uh, yeah. We had to make a quick swerve in the location of that. We had a restaurant that we've been using for a couple of years that closed, uh, and we were not told about it. So, <laughs> fortunately, yeah. Yeah, yeah, honestly, we were actually uh, doing another presentation at a at at a uh, an employer. Uh, we do those as well as we go in with our MoneyWorks presentations, and we were inviting her to that uh, workshop and she was the one that told us that the restaurant <laughs> was closed <laughs> so we had to do a quick serve uh, headed at the saltgrass steakhouse there on warden road in sherwood and uh, so i said north little rock it was actually sherwood but uh had a great uh great turnout for that great q a the people were very interested in what we were talking about i love those intimate settings uh, where we can really get uh everybody's question answered and they they really get comfortable with the with the uh workshop and be able to ask those questions and then we had the big show we had the big show on Thursday Ryan Dietrich in and we had a big crowd out at Crown Plaza in Little Rock and I really like the format, the way we decided to do that, John, with question and answer. And uh, Janet is roving reporter, so I didn't have to be <laughs> roving reporter. But uh, How did I
3: get the reporter job, Mr. Reporter? <laughs> well, uh, because I'm
1: the anchor. You know, once you're the anchor, you don't go out and report anymore. I right? got gotcha. you. I, I got gotcha. you. He's big dogging it. Always. I got gotcha. you. He's, he's big dogging it. Well, anchor is anchored to the he, desk. Uh, you know, that's yeah, right. You don't, yeah, you don't get up. But, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Big thanks to Ryan for coming out.
4: Though. Yeah, Ryan Dietrich uh, is uh, normally seen on CNBC and uh, all the uh, business channels, Bloomberg and what have you talking about the markets and and uh, the economy and we were very very blessed to have ryan uh, join us for q and and i did like that format i do like uh, being able to just casually ask questions get people involved in that and all of that type of thing and so uh next time we do that uh, you'll definitely want to be there if you missed it this time and we'll have some uh, facebook video on that next week
1: uh that you'll be able to catch some clips of that as ryan came to town So we do have uh, a moment to let you know that we always have a Gen Wealth Academy workshop coming up just around the corner. You can go to our website, GetReadyForTheFuture.com, and find out about uh, any of those. The next one is this coming week in Hot Springs, September 17th at 630 at the Embassy Suites there. We're going to be talking about the three big risks. What are the three big risks to your retirement? We believe these are universal risks to every American, to every Arkansan. So what do you need to do to take those risks on? You can find out if you're in the Hot Springs area by joining us, absolutely free to attend. And then we have a couple coming up in October. We'll go ahead and tell you social security is back up in October in Benton. So if you're in Saline County, you might wanna make plans to attend that. Uh, look at your schedule. It's at the Benton Event Center. All your questions about Social Security will be answered there. And the Three Big Risks also coming to Little Rock on October 22nd. We know those are a few weeks out, but uh, take a look at our website, GetReadyForTheFuture.com. And again, General Wealth Academy workshops, always free to attend. Education is the focus. We are education-driven, strategy-based, Team delivered, and that goes for this program as well. The years that you have put this on, John and Janet, it has always been about getting some information out to folks. It has not been about a sales pitch, it's been about informing our listeners.
3: Yeah, I mean, education is just a fundamental part of who we are at Wealth. and whether it's at a workshop or whether it's sitting across the table from each other in an appointment when you're asking questions about your own personal retirement and there's nobody else in the room but you and the advisor, it is all about education. We believe that people fear what they don't understand, mm-hmm. and so education is the antidote to fear, and that's what we try to do for our for our participants at workshops and for people who are coming in to meet with us one-on-one.
4: Interestingly enough, I, I had a, a client who came in the other day and he said, you know, just out of curiosity, I went to uh, Brand X's workshop uh, mm-hmm. and to, the other day to uh, just kind of see what the deal was and, mm-hmm. and see what they were, were doing. And he said it was about an hour and 10 minutes of fear and scare tactics mm. and about 20 minutes of a product pitch. Mm. And that's not what you're going to get at a Wealth workshop. Now, I don't know what happened. That's just what the client told me. But that's, that, it is a completely different experience that we do at GenWealth because what, what we believe is that education is the antidote to you making a mistake in your, in your portfolio, in your retirement, because you don't have all the facts in front of you. And that's what we strive to do both on this show and at our workshops and in the meeting rooms when we meet with clients.
1: We do have a lot to talk about in the show, but just to piggyback off that for a moment, because I was going back to Tuesday night, I I presented at the uh, North Little Rock workshop or the Sherwood workshop, and that really is real to me when I I set the tone at the beginning of the workshop and tell folks that this is only going to be education only. We're not here to make a product pitch, and as I scan the audience while I'm saying that, that should be a given. You've got 9, 10, 12, 13, 14, 15 people out there. That that would be so irresponsible to say, here's what all of you need, and I know nothing about you. You know,
3: beyond the fact that we don't do it at a workshop, we don't do it in an initial appointment either, because we still don't know you individually. We're certainly not going to do that to a group of 30 or 60 people or however many might be in that room for that particular workshop. If the person talking to you about a product doesn't know you they don't know what you need mm-hmm. i mean think about we're doing car shopping i'm just going to let everybody share in my misery right now we're doing car, <laughs> car shopping y'all can all feel sorry Your for misery me only
0: seconded uh, by the misery of the car sales must back. not be for you oh, right because you already no, got one yeah right? it's not yeah. it's not for me it's oh, a yeah.
3: long story but anyway we're doing car shopping but i want you to think about how many bazillion choices there are out there yeah And, you know, while, yes, it's true that there's more than one that would work for us, there aren't a bazillion of them that would work. But, you know, there are some out there, Mark, that would make you perfectly happy but would not be a fit for me. And they would be – some would be great for Scott, would not be great for what we're wanting. It has to be personalized. If your vehicle that – you know, we're going to have one for 10 years when we do it, but most people aren't even going to have them for that long. They're going to have them for probably under five in many cases. Mm -hmm. If your vehicle that you're going to keep for under five years needs to be personalized for what you want, how much more important is it that your retirement fit you? Oh my goodness.
2: Absolutely. And going back to the workshops, what I like about these workshops is kind of like what you were saying, Scott, I mean, three big risks uh, of retirement. You know, if you're wanting to retire then that obviously is something that you need to know. And then Social Security. I mean, who is going to be affected by that? Everybody. Everybody, right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's just great things to know.
4: Yeah. And let me just say this for the car salesman that encounters Janet Walker. <laughs> just get your notepad out and just say, okay, how much do you want to pay? Okay, I'll, I'll check on that. <laughs> yeah. Just just save yourself the trouble. It'll be just fine. Uh, and just save... Life is fun. That's actually
3: the part of it I enjoy the most. Yes, it's I've seen finding you in it that annoys
4: the stew out of me. I've, I've seen you in action. You do enjoy the deal because you're easy, right? You don't. You're not like that at all. I just go in
1: and go. That's what I want.
3: <laughs> and how much is it? Oh, baloney! <laughs> all right, we've we got
1: to take a break. That's a great place to stop for a moment. We'll be right back with the Get Ready for the Future show. Boom, boom,
0: boom, boom. There are only three things you can count on in life: death, taxes, and the Get Ready for the Future show on Saturdays. Back with more after this break.
1: Do you worry about retiring? How much is enough? Can I achieve my retirement goals? Hi, I'm Scott Inman for GenWealth Financial Advisors, and we've been helping our Kansans retire for 14 years. Get answers in less time than it takes to check social media. Visit 15minuteretirement.com, and we'll gather some information, analyze your success rate, and provide the coaching for any needed changes. Type 15minuteretirement.com to get started on your 15-minute retirement checkup today. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC.
0: Investments and economics move at the speed of light. And we've got the latest information you need to know to stay ahead of the game. From Genwell Financial Advisors, it's the fastest four minutes in investing.
1: Welcome in on social media and on the Get Ready for the Future show as we talk about investing and really more about the economy and more specifically corporate earnings on today's fastest four minutes in investing, John. And I think that the if there was one word we could use to be the theme of this segment today, it's going to be perspective.
4: It is. You know, in Washington, when they talk about budget cuts, they're really not talking about reducing the amount of money that you they had allocated to a particular budget. They're actually talking about reducing the rate of growth. It still grows. It just doesn't grow as much as it had grow, grown last year. Yeah. And so you have to have some perspective when you begin to hear the media talking about the economy and the markets and particularly on earnings, mm-hmm. because you're liable to hear the media report that we've had negative earnings in the third quarter of 2018, or we will have negative earnings in the third quarter of 2019, mm-hmm. as compared to what? Yeah. And and when you look at the under and have an understanding of how they they actually calculate this, you have to go back to the third quarter of 2018 mm-hmm. when earnings were through the roof. As a matter of fact,
1: so LPL Research is lowering their S and P 500 earnings per share forecast. In the, quarter, in the third quarter of 2019. So what does that mean? Well, it doesn't mean that corporations are losing money, first and foremost, off the table. The growth is still there in corporate earnings, but it is now slowing down because we're comparing earnings per share year over year, right? So if we're at quarter number three in 2019, we are comparing to quarter number three in 2018. And right. if you look at what happened in quarter number three of 2018, earnings growth was 25% across the board in earnings per share. That is a hard pace to keep up. You can't keep up with that pace. And so what LPL Research has
4: done is they've cut their forecast from $170 per share on the S P p 500 to $165 per share. So a $5 per share Cut in the forecast does not mean that companies are losing money. It really means that they're just not growing as fast as they did in the third quarter of eighteen, which was you know a, a, an inferno in terms of growth. Right.
1: And obviously, why are they cutting this? Those are the those are the headwinds that we talk about each and every week on the show and in this segment, John. We still have a lot of uncertainty around tariffs. Yep. We have low interest rates. There is a corporate in or there is an environment for corporations that is somewhat uncertain.
4: Right now it is and and these things uh, could come to pass in a positive or a negative yep. way you just don't know which and and obviously we're all waiting to see what happens with the trade negotiations and what have you but the impact of, of tariffs and and lower business investment is really what's driving this reduction slight reduction in the earnings forecast but you know Scott one of the things that's interesting is that they are forecasting in the fourth quarter of 19 and on into 2020 for earnings to bounce back right. and still have some positive momentum going forward. So we're going through a lull, yeah. and how that lull actually plays out is really going to be driven a lot about what happens with Mr. Trump and the Chinese on the tariff front.
1: Really, it's a pivotal time. Things could swing either way in 2020, but we do know globally a slowdown may be occurring, but we just still don't know when because there still could be some legs to this bull market in the next year.
4: Yeah, and so for the rest of this year, LPL research is holding with the 3,000 yeah. on on the S&P 500, their target of 3000 on the S&P 500. We're not far away from that. So we're looking on into uh, 2020 for seeing some uh, positive growth in the market, hopefully in the next 12 months.
1: Well, that is it for our time on the fastest four minutes in investing. Again, we thank you for watching on our social media pages and for listening on the Get Ready for the Future show. And our radio program continues right after this break.
0: More wisdom from Arkansas's most listened to financial talk show is just a Around the corner after the break. Stay tuned from the Gen Wealth Radio Network studios. We're back with more of the Get Ready for the Future show.
1: Welcome back to the Get Ready for the Future show. Talking about five keys to a satisfying retirement in today's show, and we're using the analogy of a football team. And we often tell our clients that you are either the—if you're talking about a professional team, maybe the general manager of the football team, or really, you're the owner. You're the Jerry Jones, right? You're the Jerry
2: Jones of the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys. Let's go. Yeah,
1: I mean, I know we've got to talk about some successful football team, so I thought maybe we'd talk about Dallas a little bit. You're a Cowboys fan, right?
2: Huge, absolutely. So I lived uh, there for three years. And I mean, it was an uh, every Sunday tradition. Get some jalapeno poppers and uh, get the guys together and watch the Cowboys. Why, there you go. Why
1: jalapeno poppers? Just because everybody liked them, or yeah, I mean, okay. it's a
0: party favorite.
1: Oh, okay. Why, why yeah. not? They are good. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not, not disputing that fact. So you know, if you think about your retirement or your retirement game plan as being set out from the fa- from the standpoint of you're the owner of the football team. You need to hire a general manager or or a coach that knows the X's and O's, right? The strategies that need to take place. Now, Jerry Jones might not be the best example because he kind of puts <laughs> his fingers on everything, yep. but most owners don't do that, John.
4: Well, I, I think that uh, you know if you look at how successful football teams are run. There is a strong management team, but then there is delegation uh, yeah. to the coach. Mm-hmm. And we are looking at GenWealth for financial delegators. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are looking for folks that uh, don't necessarily have to have their fingers in all the pies. We don't need the Jerry Jones. We need the, you know, I don't know. I, I'm not sure who the owners would be. I guess we need uh,
1: You don't know them. That's the point. That's the that's
4: point. The that's the point. You don't exactly. Ever hear yeah. There yeah. you go. Yeah. So uh, because we are trained at doing what we do, right. and most of the clients that we work with are not trained at what we do that's why they hire us to do what we do
3: well i mean if you're if you're an employer you know the reason you have hired additional team members is that they have a job that you know needs to be done for your company, and they do their job, and you do yours, and that's how companies operate well. Uh, the same is true in football, but you know we were talking about some owners kind of overstretch those those boundaries. But when you think about you hire somebody to do a job for you because either you don't want to do it or it's not your skill set. That's well, why we're here. Everybody
4: knows that we. Gra- greatly admire what Dave Ramsey has built in his organization. Uh, they just opened a brand new office in Franklin, mm-hmm. Tennessee, uh, paid for the office building in cash, yes. and now have 900 people working for them. And Dave himself will tell you that there are people on his team that are miles and miles beyond where he is in terms of intelligence on their part of the, right. of the operation. Like there are, uh, you know, uh, web uh, programmers and, you know, computer specialists and marketing specialists that Dave just, he goes, look, I don't even talk you guys' language. You H- hire do-
3: people who are smarter than yeah, you are. Yeah. yeah. And
4: and so I think in that's, that area. that's the uh, premise here at Genwell, Scott, is that we have a specialty and that is retirement income planning and helping people to get from where they are to retirement and then through retirement. And if you have that need, then hire somebody that knows what they're doing.
3: You know, one of the things we talk about with clients a lot of times on this point is they come in kind of feeling almost embarrassed that they don't know what they feel like they should know. Mm -hmm. And let me just encourage you, don't worry about it, because the reality is I could not go to work with you wherever you work and know how to do your job. I would look like an idiot pretty quickly, you know, but frankly, you wouldn't think anything about it because that's an area where I've not been trained. And so that's okay. And it's okay for you to come in and go, you know what? I don't know much about this whole retirement thing, except that I want to. Mm -hmm. So help me figure it out from here. And that's okay. That's what we're here to do. We talked earlier in the show about being education-driven. So when you walk in, it's okay that you've not been extraordinarily educated in the realm of retirement. Frankly, nobody has outside of this industry. It doesn't matter how many degrees you have. It has not been a focal point.
1: Here's something we really haven't often, if ever, talked too much about on the show. But who is... Our ideal client. Now, we've talked many times about there is no account minimum at Gen Wealth. We see anyone and everyone because we believe everybody should have access to a financial advisor. So if you're not an ideal client, we want to work to get you there, right? Right. So if you're if you are the ideal client, here's what we're looking for: someone who's coachable, someone who Is And that's really the most important factor. Someone, as you mentioned, John, wants to be a financial delegator, but someone who is coachable, who understands, as Janet mentioned, that they don't know everything about everything. And they're a successful accumulator. We describe that as $250,000 or more in investable assets. That's a question we get. And I think some people are afraid to even set that first appointment sometimes because they don't think they have enough to meet with a financial advisor?
4: Well, let's be real clear. Uh, The ideal client is somebody that has over $250,000 of assets because that allows us to do what we do through the Gen Wealth Ready to Retire process. You got to have enough money to retire in order to go through the process. But the other side of our company is that we need to cultivate people to get to $250,000. And that's an area that Mark works in, in a lot of ways. And Mark, one of the things I think is really interesting is that uh, it's not just about saving money, it's about finding money to save and trying to deal with debt. Because if you can, you know, if you are in a a situation, you've got debt, uh, if you can go through a debt elimination process, that makes you the master of your budget.
2: Yeah, John, I was uh, just about to say, I meet with uh, clients all the time that are under that 250000 yeah. And you're right. I mean, that's something that, that we like to help them with. Increasingly, uh, student loans is something that we see a lot of people come in uh, through that door with. And so uh, we, we're actually really excited. We have some new software that we're using to help people uh, navigate through that Mm -hmm. so uh, this software will be able to analyze and illustrate different strategies right so that we'll be able to take a look at uh, income driven repayment plans uh, things like refinancing consolidation uh, things like that to really show them okay based on and you know what your unique circumstances right this is kind of the things that, that we can do and that we can approach and at the end, you'll be able to see projected uh, interest savings uh, as well as projected balances over time. And it's a really, really neat tool to kind of empower you to navigate through uh, student loans.
1: Your retirement is more than just investments. And that highlights that right there. It's an ongoing relationship all the way through your retirement journey. So I'll go back to what you said, just to reiterate, John. We're looking for an ideal client, but if you're not an ideal client, we're working to get you there, right? Yes. We're trying to make you an ideal client. So moving into the five keys. To a satisfying retirement, number one on our list is maximize your retirement plan contributions. You know, we, we've said on this show many times that the success rate of your retirement is tied more to how much you save than the type of returns you get in the investments.
4: Yeah, it is, and and when you look at let's let's take the example of a million dollar goal. Maybe you want to have a million dollar goal by age sixty five, and and I, I think that's just kind of a pop culture goal. Yeah, so we're going to work yeah. work with that for just a second. Think about this: if you have an eight percent average annual rate of return, starting early, Janet is is incredibly critical.
3: Oh yeah, we we've looked at multiple studies on this over the years on, you know, whether somebody starts in their twenties or if they start in their thirties, et cetera. Let me just say this. When you get a paycheck, you need to start contributing to retirement even if it's as little as something like $50 a month, you need to start contributing to retirement when you first start getting paid. Because it builds muscle memory. It does, and it's also the power of compound interest. You know, Albert Einstein, I think we can all agree, he knew a little bit about power and a little bit about force, and he said the most powerful force in the universe is compound interest. And you lose that compounding effect the longer you wait to start contributing. So, you know, if you're If you're out there listening going, yeah, but I'm not in my 20s right now, you know, it's a little too late for that. You know what? You're younger today than you will be tomorrow.
2: Start. There's something to say about the rule of 72, right?
3: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when you look at, at how long it takes your money to double. So that's, that's what the rule of 72 helps us figure out. So for example, uh, and we're not talking about any particular investment, just helping you understand the math of how this works. If you get eight, an eight percent return, if you divide eight into 72, that investment is going to double every nine years because eight will go into 72 nine times. So if you get nine percent return, that's going to double every eight years. If you get six percent, it's going to double every every 12 you get 12 percent. it's going to double every six years so that compounding interest when you start putting that down on paper to look at all right what if i contributed five thousand dollars this year and i got x rate of return whatever it is and you start looking at that difference on the compounding that's why there needs to be a difference in whether you're saving or investing you know there, there is a difference in how you treat those dollars they've got to grow for you for retirement Wow.
2: Yeah. And that's actually a big shout out to uh, my millennials and, uh, you know, people like my cousins. uh, That's why I tell them all the time, you got to start right now, you know, because the rule of 72 means the younger you are, the more doubling periods you have. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm.
1: Excellent point. You know, when you think about the football analogies we've been using today, you know, I think about this savings rate and the more dollars you can put in it. Well, who's your opponent, right? I mean, the Razorbacks or the Cowboys, they're playing somebody across the line of scrimmage. Well, your opponent are those three big risks. Those three big risks we talk about in our Gen Wealth Academy workshop. How are you going to defeat those risks? Well, think about it. If you could put more than 11 people on the field to take That's on those 11 advantage. people across the line of <laughs> scrimmage, you've got an advantage. So put some more dollars in there, right? Those are more players to attack that opponent. And. One of the things we talk about often, too, is if you're not getting the full employer match, that's the first step you got to do today. It's free is, money. It's free money on the table, Mark. Yeah. Absolutely. It yeah. is. And
4: and Mark, the other thing that you got to think about is once you get that employer match, then you got to think about the tax consequences of what you're doing and maybe think about looking at a Roth IRA if you're eligible for a Roth IRA once you get that employer match, because then that opens up the door because you're going to put money into a Roth IRA before,
2: I, I'm sorry, after taxes, and that'll create tax-free income for you in retirement. And that's a huge advantage. Like Scott said, you know, just adding another player to uh, to your team there, because what that will allow you to do is have tax-free income in retirement. So if you are, uh, you know, contributing to your Roth IRA that means that it grows tax deferred. And then after 59 and a half, anything that you take out of that Roth IRA, you get tax free. And I mean, Janet, I don't have to tell you what the huge benefits of doing that is.
3: Oh yeah, we we don't have very many opportunities at tax-free income. So the Roth is going to give you that opportunity. Take advantage of it, whether it is in an individual Roth or whether it is inside of maybe even your 401k using the Roth option there. But I, I would just encourage you to look at what you're contributing if you're already Contributing, And if you're not in that uh, 15% range on contributions, then you need to consider bumping that up. Now, if you're at 3%, I don't expect you to go straight to 15%, but bump it up some. You can increase it some, and that's going to make a difference over time.
1: The Roth IRA, I, I say all the time, is the most underutilized account that there is, I really believe, because a lot of people just don't use it to build a big, big sum of money for their retirement, and, and it is the most flexible Uh, account that is out there too, because you don't have the RMD associated with it, right? So you could put off uh, taking money out of that uh, until you're ready to take money out. And that required minimum distribution is going to be attached to the IRA, the regular traditional IRA. So that's number one on our list of five keys to a satisfying retirement. We still have four more to go halfway home on today's Get ready for the future show. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
0: Don't miss a minute of the Get Ready for the Future show. Look for our podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or visit GetReadyForTheFuture.com slash radio. We'll be right back. You ain't heard nothing yet. Buckle up because we're back with the Get Ready for the Future show.
1: GenWealth Financial Advisors with five offices across Arkansas and Northwest Louisiana. We're in West Little Rock, Hot Springs, Bryant, El Dorado, and Bossier City, Louisiana. If you'd like to reach out to a financial advisor near you, you can dial 501-653-7355. Again, 501-653-7355 to connect with a GenWealth advisor near you. Keep in mind it is Saturday. The offices are closed. You can leave us a voicemail or you can wait and call on Monday. You can also reach out via email. Just go info at getreadyforthefuture.com. Send your email to info at getreadyforthefuture.com. Either way, we'll connect you to a Gen Wealth advisor and set up that first appointment to talk about some of the things we talk about on this program, some of the things we talk about at our Wealth Academy workshops. And again, education is the focus, information, the priority there. That first appointment is free. We'll spend a couple of hours with you just discussing your goals, your desires. We'll take a look at where you are now to get an idea of where you need to go. And that is the Wealth Ready to Retire process. And it begins with a phone call or an email. Again, 501-653-7355 or info at GetReadyForTheFuture.com. We are talking today about five keys to a satisfying retirement, and these are very common sense things you can apply. Number one on our list that we talked about in the last segment was maximize your retirement plan contributions. Get the full match. Know what your savings rate is and increase it over time. Number two is understand your plan features. And this is maybe a little more complicated. Uh as we talk to people all the time and, and and in our workshops, one of the things we'll talk about is the analogy of when you get your enrollment kit for your 401k, that first time you get it and it gets handed to you and they say bring this back signed on Friday, it's kind of like handing the keys to the car over to a teenager who has never driven before. And every time that's your analogy. I stole yes. it from you. I'll admit that. That's fine. But when Man. I say that in the workshop I get a lot of this. There's yeah. a, and you can't head see nuts. that on the radio. It's head nods. <laughs> but a lot of people agree with that. That's the feeling that people get, especially because that's often happening in their 20s in their 30s, and, and they don't have a lot of experience with investing. And here's the problem with that. If they don't understand it, they're not going to do it. That's right. That's what it boils down to,
4: or they're going to be very timid at doing it because they don't want to get in over their head in something that they don't understand. That's why we have railed on this show many, many times about the education system about 401k plans. So let's go through a little bit of education on the show today. First of all, your 401k plan may have a vesting schedule on your employer contribution, not on yours, but on your employer contribution.
3: So let's even talk for just a minute what a vesting schedule is, okay? So think about you're putting money in and your employer is putting in some level of a match. Now, in some cases, the employer match is also immediately your money, just like what you have put into it. And frankly, in many cases, it is. We, we don't see as many vesting schedules as we used to, but they are still out there. So the most common vesting schedule says that from what the employer puts in, Each year over a five-year period, 20% of what they have put in becomes yours, okay? So basically, it takes you five years to get to the point where what they originally put in is 100% your money, all right? This is not a reason to not contribute, and it's also not a reason to stay at that job. You know, if you need to change jobs, you know what? That was your employer's money anyway. You know, yeah. and, and so if you're just going to be completely unhappy continuing to work there, don't let your decision be based on, you know, the vesting schedule. You know, if it's a huge, huge impact, I get it. But in most cases, it's really not.
4: No. And I, I think the important point
3: is, is it doesn't affect your money. That's, that's exactly right. Your money is your money from day one, period. This is only about the employer match that is going into it.
4: Now, the other thing, Janet, is uh, there are a myriad of investment options, and nobody really knows what to do with that right. because they don't don't have a whole lot of experience. And what they end up doing is picking the big number. You know, They find the one that has the biggest return. And they say, okay, I want to do that, and, and they pick that big number. And Scott is known for uh, picking the high-yield investment yeah. because everybody <laughs> wants high-yield. Yeah, right?
1: I didn't pick the big number. I'm in my 20s, and I take a look at my 10 to 15 options, and, and they all read large-cap, small-cap, mid-cap. Uh, that doesn't mean anything to didn't you mean know. anything to me and then i international what i saw mark was high yield Ooh, yeah i want a high yield Sounds right good. well that's that's a corporate bond fund right and i'm in my 20s that's probably <laughs> not the most appropriate investment vehicle for me to reach my goals with a long-term strategy but that's what i chose in my 20s because i didn't have any understanding i'm it, it, it is like throwing darts at a dartboard
2: And it's funny that, you know, Janet mentioned the five year investing schedule Uh, with my second employer. That's exactly how that was. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. it's funny because it was, you know, I was at an investment company. And even then, I mean, all they did was just kind of throw me into what's uh, called a target date fund. Mm -hmm. Right. And so the target date fund basically just estimates based on your age, you know, what around what time you're going to retire. And then they put you on what's uh, called a glide path, Mm -hmm. right? So uh, starting out, the younger you are, the more stocks that you're in. And then further along that you are in your career, it kind of glides you into more and more bonds, kind of like what you were mentioning, Scott. Uh, But uh, overall... Um, that's something that you want to know as well. Is what are your investment options, right, John?
4: Yes, and and from a strategy standpoint, what you want to do, and in my opinion, if you're young, you ought to be putting that weekly or biweekly money that you're putting into your 401k. You ought to be putting it in the most aggressive investment that you have. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Well, number one is that over long-term, the aggressive investments tend to perform better than, than lesser aggressive investments. But secondly, and more importantly, they're more volatile. And the fact that the market goes down is a good thing for you as you're accumulating money. It allows you to buy a larger number of shares with the money that you're putting in. Now, when the market goes up, then you're going to buy fewer shares with that. But it is a strategy called dollar cost averaging. And it, if you want to know about that, just look up the cow story. We, uh, the cow story is something that's on our website. You can yeah. uh, check that out. We would be more than happy to send you some information about the cow story if you'd like. You can email us at info at getreadyforthefuture.com. But the bottom line of it is, is that you want to take advantage of what the market is giving you. And most people think that because they're dollar amount goes down on their statement that it's a bad thing it's really not because you're not selling you're buying and so you just stay with it and keep putting money into that as time goes on now at some point in time you want to harvest some money out of that aggressive investment once you get some money in there you probably want to take your profits out of that and go put it in something a little bit more calm but keep putting that new money in the aggressive investment
1: and then how about when you do get to a little bit closer to retirement? Let's say you're in the retirement red zone, or more specifically, you reach age 59 59- and a half. Here's another thing to understand about your employer plans, and this is not universal. Some plans do not allow it, but most of the ones that we see when clients come in, if you reach age 59 and a half, you are eligible. If you're continuing to work at your employer still, you're still eligible for what's called an in-service withdrawal or an in-service distribution. And The idea behind that is when people hear withdrawal and they hear distribution, they start going, oh, wait a minute, I'm gonna pay taxes on that. Well, nope. It's, it functions, Janet, just like a rollover.
3: You're exactly. Right, because it's going from one account that is protected from taxes inside your 401k to another account that is protected from taxes inside of either a traditional or a Roth IRA, depending on what type of dollars you have in your account. So it's not a taxable event. Now, the important thing, and we're actually going to get into this, we're going to kind of merge here point one and point two. We're talking about in service withdrawals, um, but we were on point two about understanding your plan features, and the next one, point three, is keeping your savings in invested when you switch employers. And these really kind of blend together. Mm -hmm. When you change jobs or when you're still working, there are some choices to consider. Okay. So when you're still working, you have the option to do an in-service withdrawal, but you need to think about at that point, you've got a couple of options. You leave it in the plan and keep working, or you can roll it out. All right. When you change jobs, you leave it in the old plan at the old employer, or you can roll it out or you can cash it out, okay? Or you can roll it into the new plan where you're working if your new plan will accept it. So let's walk through those. And let me say, there's not one answer for everybody, all right? But there are some things that you need to understand. I'm just going to go ahead and say it cashing it out would be stupid.
0: Don't
3: do it. (laughs) Don't do it. Okay. (laughs) Just don't. Okay. It is an
4: option. It is an
3: option, but don't do it because frankly, for most of you out there, you got a significant amount of traditional dollars as opposed to Roth dollars, and it's going to kill you on taxes. And if you're pre-59 and a half, it's still going to kill you on taxes.
1: And what's the number one reason that people usually want to do that? They want to pay off debt, right? Yeah. And, And let's say it's a high interest credit card even. Well, what's that? Let's say it's 20% in interest. Well, what are you going to get dinged by cashing it out? If you're not 595 and a, half, a 10% penalty, plus you're going to have to pay taxes on every penny of that. Let's say that's right. 20%. You're likely going to have to pay 30% just to pay off a 20%
3: credit card. Exactly. So so, cashing it out is an option, but we're not going to do that one. So let's look at the other three. If you're changing jobs, rolling it to a new employer plan Now, rolling it to the new plan is probably very comparable to leaving it in the old plan. So that gets us back to now we can do this comparison of if you're still working at the same job and you have not changed jobs and you're past 59 and a half, you're really in the same boat now on these other two options as somebody who has changed jobs. So your choices now are to leave it in the existing plan or to roll it over to either a traditional or a Roth IRA. You just got to think through why you might want to do that. If you're changing jobs, if you may want to move that simply because it's easier to keep up with, you know, one traditional IRA that you've put all your job change money in over the years, okay? If you're preparing for retirement, so if you're 59 and a half, you're coming up to that retirement red zone. This is a football conversation we can have today. When you're in that retirement red zone, you're between five and 10 years out from retirement. The time is short between now and the time that you're going to retire. Therefore, we don't have time for you to recover from a 2008 inside almost every 401k your investment choices are somewhat limited okay doesn't mean they're bad it's just that they're limited okay so if you move it to an IRA you have unlimited investment choices that this is the reason that the IRS allows you to do this at 59 and a half is to prepare for retirement. We know there's a storm coming particularly in the next year before the presidential election. it's going to happen. so be ready. If you've got that option, it's something that you need to be well-informed about.
4: And you need to sit down with your advisor and go over all the details like fees and things of that nature and your plan and and outside your plan. And there's a lot to to consider there. But really, realistically, preparing for retirement is the big deal. And so when you uh, look at that, you've got taxes, you've got penalties. If you take it out, you cash it out, that's a problem. Lost retirement income is a big deal. That lost earning power is a big deal. A lot of people say, well, I need to pay this debt off, well, understand what that's going to do to you from a compound interest standpoint. Paying off a $10,000 debt may mean $100,000 lost in retirement, depending on when you do it.
1: Don't touch the piggy bank. And and to follow up and just to put a bow on this, and a 401k is a great accumulation vehicle. It is not such a great decumulation vehicle. And that's what you're doing when you reach the retirement red zone, preparing to go from accumulation to distribution. Back in just a moment with our final segment. <laughs>
0: Are you following us on social media? Search for Gen Wealth on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at FA, so you don't miss out on behind-the-scenes photos, money tips, and informational videos. The Get Ready for the Future show will be back after this. We're back with more straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money on the Get Ready for the Future show.
1: Nothing says retirement like ACDC. Welcome back to the Get Ready for the Future show. <laughs> Those guys should retire, right? Yeah, I don't <laughs> think they have. Uh,
4: have they retired? I, well, I don't think they're touring anymore. Yeah. Uh, if they are, they're not. I, it's been a
1: while since they've been around here. Is there ever a final retirement no. in music? It's I retired mean, until I need some more money. Yeah, yeah. We just went. <laughs> we just saw that firsthand last week. In fact, <laughs> yeah. That, I don't know if we should tell our listeners that. I don't know what that changes their perspective. Of us, uh, but John, you've already told them. You've
4: did already told them. Last week? No, I, I don't know. But you've already told him because I can figure it out from what you just yeah. said. Yeah, I,
3: went, I don't think Gene Simmons did it because he needs more money, though. Yes, uh, it's no. just fun. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, so but so we keep had, rocking. Yeah, keep yeah. rocking. Well, we're keeping rocking through this show today. Five keys to a satisfying retirement. Just to recap, number one was maximize your retirement plan contributions. Get that savings in. Make sure you get your employer match, your full employer match, and then. Develop a plan to know how you can increase that savings rate over time to reach your goals. Number two, understand your plan features. We talked about vesting schedules and investment options, the dynamics of dollar cost averaging and how volatility can actually help you accumulate more shares over time in a more aggressive investment strategy. And then number three was keep your savings invested when you switch employers. We talked about the dynamics of what to do with what we call an orphaned 401k. You have options of leave it where it is, Cash it out. Roll it over to a new employer or roll it over to an IRA and what to consider there. And we, of course, uh, invite you always, if you missed any segment, to go back and listen to our podcast to refresh your memory on those things.
3: Scott, I'm going to jump in and do a completely unplanned giveaway. John, do you remember back in the good old days, the overly creative name the janet walker giveaway I you do. remember that I do. okay here we go here we go do we need music very
0: <laughs> creative I like it I,
3: sounds like we need music I, drum I, roll. roll john's oh. creative drum roll there here we go <laughs> okay. okay so this is something we haven't done in a long time i don't know that we've done it in the time that scott Enman has been the host on the get ready for the future show
1: i don't recall but it.
3: here's the deal we just talked about in the last segment that if you were 59 and a half that you likely have an in-service distribution option available to you. We're not saying that you need to do it. We are saying that you need to understand it. Mm-hmm. It's very important for you to understand it. So what we are going to do is to the first five People who contact us either by calling and leaving a message or by emailing us at info at getreadyforthefuture.com. If you call us and say, Hey, I'm 59 and a half or older. I'm still working and I need to understand this. So set an appointment. When you come in for your appointment, we will give you our book. Your retirement should be more. That's so a pretty good deal. There's yeah. you, it, it, we just know that a, among the more that your retirement should be, it should be more educated. Yep. So we're going to give you an opportunity to come in, sit down with a financial advisor. That initial appointment is at no cost. Ask your questions. Help us or let us help you understand what your choices really are at this point and just walk through your questions.
4: Janet's not doing anything for my retirement. She's giving away the book. So, that, you know.
3: Hey, you're 59 and a half. You are eligible, young man. Wait.
4: I just no, called I'm you not, young man. I'm not 59.
3: You're right. You just turned 59. You've yeah. Yeah, been insulted. yeah. Yeah, you're you're out of you're out of the game. You're out you of the game. You will be. You will be next soon. year if we bring
1: it back. All right. So, if you're one of those five people to communicate with us, here's how you do it. 501-653-7355. Again, 501-653-7355. Just on the voicemail message, say, hey, I'm 59 and a half, and I want to know my options when it comes to in-service withdrawals. Or just say, hey, I want the book. We'll figure it out from there, <laughs> and we'll get back with you. You can also reach out via email info at com. Just give us some way to connect with you when you reach out to us. So we're up to number four. We've got a couple more to talk about in our final segment. Number four is develop a long-term financial strategy. This is one of the best ways to stay on track is having a financial plan. And we talk about it week in and week out on this program, but so many people do not have an investment plan, a retirement plan, a written plan. They just have a collection of investments. You know what the uh,
4: uh, preacher said about that? He said, you know, when you guys change your behavior, I'll change my message.
1: Yeah, there you go. So, <laughs> statistics say they're not. Yeah, yeah, and
4: so I think that... that You know, I have still yet to see anybody bring in. Uh, a financial plan that they got, you know, somewhere similar. else. Yeah. It just it's it's like a unicorn. You can't hardly find them. You know, <laughs> so so I think the the key here is that if you are in that 59 and a half range or if you're let's say 55, if you're very near retirement, you need to be engaged in the Gen Wealth ready to retire process. Now this is just a, a process that we put together here at Gen Wealth where we help you to take the time to understand your circumstances, your future goals and and what you're really going to need and want your retirement to do. What you're going to need it to do is produce income. And what you're going to want it to do is produce some things that, that you know, you can go and enjoy, and income to go enjoy some experiences. That's really what a right. lot of people are, are searching for in this day and time. Above and beyond existence, they're looking for experiences. And so obviously, those two things are, are front and center when we sit down with someone in the Wealth Ready to Retire process. And Scott, we're going to take special care to map out all the financial milestones that they got going on.
1: A dream without a plan is a wish, right? Yep. And so putting it on paper on purpose allows you to track your progress towards your financial goals. And that equates to you as a successful retirement. And that on an annual review mark is so very important because when you get into where we're headed in the, the stock market, and really where we've been in August and September, very choppy, volatile couple of months, it can be very easy easy to trick your mind into believing that, oh my gosh, everything is falling apart. But when you have that plan on paper on purpose to go back and track and see, at least on an annual basis, it removes the emotion from the equation.
2: And your advisor is really a coach, right? So he should be, he she should be able to sit down with you and help you avoid, you know, the pitfalls of emotional investing. Mm-hmm. And we know that whenever there is uh, you know, a downturn in the market, you know, people tend to panic, right? Uh, but going back to John's plan early, or John's uh, point earlier, whenever there's a downturn in the market, you're really buying things at a discount, right? So uh, just depending upon where you are in, uh, in your retirement phase uh, or planning for that, then, uh, then your uh, advisor will be able to coach you and let you know kind of what the strategy is. Let's go back to the plan and make sure that you're on course. Scott, I think
4: if you talk to people uh, today, they would say, you know, oh, man, that stock market is sure is jumping around. And, you know, it's just not doing very good these days. If you look on a year to date basis, the stock market is up in in the mid double digits, you know, right above uh, probably around 14, 15 percent, depending on which index you're looking at. I can remember a day when you'd be celebrating 14 or 15%, but everybody is so uh, almost uh, you know self-fulfilling prophecy mode. They're, they're just waiting on the big downturn to happen, and it's almost becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy. You know,
3: I, I think so many people are looking at where has it been in the last 12 months yes. compared to where we are year to date. And when you include the last quarter of 2018, it, it's ugly. But you do need to realize that this year has been very different than the past 12 months.
4: Yes. Absolutely. And so you've got to understand, a lot, that's why we bring Ryan Dietrich to town periodically yeah. and, and why we have him on the show on a, on a periodic basis is to talk about what's really going on in the economy because I can tell you the talking heads on TV other than Ryan are are there to kind of stir things up and keep you watching and and you know, uh, cause you to tune in tomorrow because who knows what's going to happen in this wild economy. Mm-hmm. Ryan is a voice of reason and that's why we partner with the, the research team at LPL Financial. We don't have to do that. We could get our research from anybody, but we've chosen to do that with the folks from LPL Financial because they do have a very reasoned approach to looking at the economy and looking at the markets.
1: Our final key in today's show is up now. Five keys to a satisfying retirement we're talking about. Number five is understand investment risk and time horizon. So this is particularly applicable if you move into the retirement red zone or when you move into the retirement red zone, which again, we describe or define as being five to 10 years out from retirement. Really, you could remove the five. You really 10 and less, 10 years and less, you're in the retirement red zone. So just as volatility can be your friend when you're younger and you have a longer time horizon and you can take on more investment risk, the opposite becomes true as you start to prepare your life savings for distribution. And understanding your asset allocation based on age, goals, risk tolerance, and other factors becomes a key component in building your financial plan.
4: It really does. And, and when you look at building that financial plan, you've got to look at a at all of the things that that you just mentioned, your time horizon, your risk tolerance. And that's why we talk about those three big risks. The risks are, are different when you start pulling money out of a portfolio than they are when you're accumulating.
3: You know, the analogy I've always used is if you have been, you know, pick the sport we're going to start with. Let's say you've been playing football. And then you switch, and now you're playing basketball. The rules are different. You know, in football, we are supposed to hold on to the ball and not let it touch the ground and run from one end to the other. Try that in basketball and see how it works for you. A lot of whistles. You know, yeah, a lot of whistles. Yeah. It's not going to work well for you. The rules of the game are different. The rules of accumulation and the rules of distribution are different. So if you're at that 59 and a half point or beyond, again, this is why the IRS has said, hey, Your plan has the ability to allow you to do an in-service withdrawal so that you can get
2: ready for your next game. Bring up a great point, Janet, because something else that we forgot to mention uh, was that within knowing your plan options and plan features is that if you're not 59 and a half yet but you are within that 10 years uh you know there's retirement red yep. zone we can help you uh put a, put down an asset allocation in your uh 401k to basically prepare you for retirement
3: and, and even prior to that let's say you're not really worried about you know being prepared for retirement but you just feel like hey, I'm kind of clueless about which ones to pick you know where do I even invest my money I know I need to do it but w- which holdings do I choose we can help you
1: with that Let me encourage you as we wrap up today's show to go to our website and sign up for an upcoming Gen Wealth Academy workshop because that's really point five, understand investment risk and time horizon. If you're entering the retirement red zone, you need to know about the three big risks. And our Gen Wealth Academy workshops are talking about those September 17th at the Embassy Suites in Hot Springs, and October 22nd at 630 at the Crown Plaza in Little Rock. And we're talking about Social Security, which is a key component to understanding your retirement income needs. That's October 15th at the Benton Events Center. Get ready for the future.com to find out how to sign up for those workshops. That's all the time we have for this week's show. We'll talk to you again next Saturday.
0: See you